Ascending Chapel, one of the highlights of the college year, and we add our blessings to our graduates' lives and gather around them and have prayer. And uh, I see some of them are taking advantage of this last act, passively, aggressively, coming in late. But we're going to bless them anyway. We're glad you're here. Let's sing. We are all, we all are one in mission. And let's stand, please. Let us pray. Dear God, as we look toward our future, we are filled with hope. And your word tells us that you have plans for us. Plans not to harm us. Plans for, with a future and hope. And we rest in that promise this evening, God, because we know that you have made those plans with care. Holy Spirit, we ask that you lead us that you guide us. Help us to run the race that you have marked out for us. God, remind us, Lord Jesus, that your word is a lamp to our feet, a light to guide our way. Help us to live our lives praising you, God. God, with your help, May everything that we say, everything that we do, bring you glory. Help us, Lord Jesus, to keep our eyes fixed on you as we seek your way, which is pure, abiding in you always, God. And may your face ever shine upon us with your peace and perfect rest. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Well, congratulations. You've made it. In just a few short days, you'll be parading across the platform and receiving your diploma to the applause of the crowd. But tonight is a special time as last night you blessed us with your words of gratitude and, and uh, thanks, thanksgiving, if you will, uh, for your time here. Uh, it's our opportunity in this chapel to not only send you out, but to send you out with a blessing. And um, I'm reminded of the words of our Lord is found in the Gospel of John, chapter 20, beginning to read with verse 19. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them. Jesus came and stood among them. And he said, Peace be with you. 
After he had said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw their Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. This we know, it's not NBC sending you. It wasn't NBC that brought you here. It was the call of God upon your heart. And it is the call of God that sends you out. So the God who called you is indeed faithful. He has kept you through the years of preparation and now he will keep you as you go. This we believe with all of our heart. I notice in this passage that uh, our Lord blesses his disciples twice by saying, Peace be with you. So I think it's appropriate in this sending chapel for those who have taught you, encouraged you, prayed with you, and believed in you to have the opportunity to send you with a blessing. So tonight, I encourage you to open your hearts, your hands, your minds, and receive the blessing of those who love you, who have taught you, and will always have a place in your heart as you will have a place in theirs. God bless you. To our graduates, I offer you the pathway to the blessing of happiness. And from Ecclesiastes I read, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up the other. But woe to the one who is alone and falls and has not another to help. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And although one might prevail against the other, two will withstand one. A threefold cord is not easily broken. You have been designed to be in a relationship with God for sure. But certainly, but with those who you meet along life's journey. Nazarene Bible College has equipped you with the tools that you need for building relationships. The enemy of God would have those tools rust from lack of use. He would separate you from others using division. He works best on those who are alone. Your God the gentle shepherd bids you come to him and to his flock. Whether he has called you as an under-shepherd or sheep, stay near him and his people. Do everything you can to build and strengthen his flock. Be in relationship. Be a friend.
As you complete your educational program at Nazarene Bible College, our prayers go with you. Our prayer of blessing find their expression in an adaptation of Paul's prayers for the Ephesians and the Colossians. Gracious God, we pray that these, your children, may clearly know your will and achieve the height and depth of spiritual wisdom and understanding. Father, out of your honorable and glorious riches, strengthen these, your people. Fill their souls with the power of your spirit, so that through faith, you will always reside in their hearts. May their lives be a credit to you, Lord. And what's more, may they continue to delight you by doing every good work and growing in the true knowledge that comes from being close to you. May love be the rich soil where their lives take root. May it be the bedrock where their lives are founded so that together with all your people, they will have the power to understand that your love is infinitely wide and long and high and deep, surpassing everything anyone previously experienced. Strengthen them with your infinite power according to your glorious might so that they will have everything they need to hold on and endure hardship patiently and joyfully. God, may your fullness flood through their entire beings. We pray these things in the precious name of Christ. Amen. Please accept some advice from one who has traveled a few years longer than you have. Let your heart be broken for a world in need. Feed the mouths that hunger, soothe the wounds that bleed. Give the cup of water and the loaf of bread. Be the hands of Jesus serving in his stead. Here on earth, applying principles of love, visible expression, God still rules above. Living illustration of the living word to the minds of all who've never seen or heard. Blessed to be a blessing, privileged to care. Challenged be the need, apparent everywhere. Where mankind is wanting, fill the vacant place. Be the means through which the Lord reveals his grace. Add to your believing deeds that prove it true. Knowing Christ as Savior, make him master too. Follow in his footsteps. Go where he has trod. In the world's great trouble, risk yourself for God. Let your heart be tender and your vision clear. See mankind as God sees. Serve him far and near. Let your heart be broken by a brother's pain. 
Share your rich resources. Give and give again. Yevarekaka Arunai Ose Shamayam Baaretz. May He bless you, the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. May He bless you for the contributions you have made to our lives here on this campus. May He bless you to become a blessing to those whom you will serve in the future. May He bless you, the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. Adonai, Ose Shemayim Va'aretz. Wow. In his book, Earthy Mysticism, Contemplation in the Life of Passionate Presence, isn't that a great title? William McNamara comments on what an awesome, and he even uses the word terrible, thing it is to be called by God. To God's inquiry of man, where art thou? McNamara suggests this haunting and reverent response. Lord, here I am, standing defenselessly and transparently in your presence. Take me, possess me, seize me, consume me, and then if you will, if it is your good pleasure, send me into the world with your message, your scorching words, and your flaming love. Graduates, as you follow God's call, here is a scripture that has become my personal life promise. It was God's blessing to Moses as well. My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. May he who has called you, gifted you, grace you with his presence in all your tomorrows. May your greatest success be your obedience to be all that he dreamed for you to become. May his peace abide in you in each storm and in each struggle, in each challenge. And may at the end of your journey, you be found safe in his presence, blameless, faithful, and full of his everlasting joy.
May the grace of God that enfolded you from the beginning, that beckoned you into his presence, that birthed you into his family, that is changing you into his likeness, that summoned you to this college and undergirded your time here. May that same grace guide your every moment, shape your every prayer, mold your every word, empower your every deed, illumine your every challenge, enlarge your every dream, and keep your every care until the day of Christ's appearing and until we meet again. Amen. You have been the student and the follower. Now you will go forth to be the teacher and the leader. May you hold close to your heart the understanding that Jesus did not come to be served, but to serve. Become great through serving. Be first by being the very last and the servant of all. When you serve, do it with the strength God provides so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ, and you will be blessed. In your service, may your life remind others of how Jesus took a little child into his arms and said, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me does not welcome me but the one who sent me. Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Do that, and you will be blessed. I want to share with you two passages that Paul wrote to those who received the blessings of his ministry. And this is my prayer for you who have received the blessings of our ministry. 2 Corinthians 3, verses 1 through 3. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Or do we need, like some people, letters of recommendation to you or from you? You yourselves are our letter, written on our hearts known and read by everybody. You show that you are a letter from Christ, the result of our ministry, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God. Not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. And then in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 19. For what is our hope? our joy, or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes. Is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory 
and joy. As the Lord Jesus Christ has redrawn our lives after his image in the ink of the Holy Spirit, and as by his grace he has used us to redraw your lives after his image by that same Spirit, may the Lord of life use you to rewrite the life stories written on tablets of human hearts. And as you leave us, we look forward to that day when we will all be reunited before his throne. And we shall bear you as our proud crown of hope and joy. As you lay at our Lord's feet the diaries of your lives filled with parchments of those who by your ministries have been born not of flesh and blood, but of the Holy Spirit. The story is told of a young Jewish student who had studied for a long time under the wise guidance of a rabbi named Moisha. After several years of study, the student became very troubled and agitated. And so Moisha visited with the student to discover what the problem was. The student looked at Moisha and said, I have studied the lives of the heroes of the faith for several years now, and I have become very frustrated. I have discovered that regardless of how faithful or insightful or wise I try to become, there will always be an Abraham or a Moses or a Solomon who is even more faithful or more insightful or wiser than I am. How can I truly serve God and give myself to his kingdom when there are so many other individuals who will always be greater than I am? How can I ever become an Abraham or a Moses or a Solomon? Moisha looked at his student for a moment and then answered, my child, the greatest challenge that God has ever given to me was not for me to become an Abraham or a Moses. Rather, the greatest challenge that God has ever given to me was for me to be Moisha. As you leave this place, I do not want to challenge you to become another Alan Like or another Janine McConaughey or another Tom Kane. I want to challenge you to become the person that God has created you to be. Go from this place and be the man of God or the woman of God that God planned you to become. Be the servant leader that God intended you to be. As you leave this special place called NBC, I'd like to remind you of the instructions that Peter gave to his readers in his second letter. Peter wrote, Make every, every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. 
Therefore, my brothers and sisters, be all the more eager to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never fall, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless you, and may you become Christ incarnate to a lost and dying world. It has been our privilege to share this time with you and each of your classmates while you were here at NBC. We did our best to instruct you, but more than that, we hope that we have modeled for you the love of Jesus, our love for Him, and our love for you. We hope that along the way, in spite of all the work that you had to do and all the papers and all the testings, we hope that we have been an encouragement to you. In 1971, I sat in a service similar to this one. A graduate of NBC, scared to death about what was going to happen next. But in my ears kept ringing the phrase that Milo Arnold gave to us, that I give to you. You are embarking on a bold adventure with God. He knows where you're going. He knows what you'll be doing. He knows exactly what you need. It will be the most challenging and the most fulfilling thing you have ever experienced in your life. And we trust that you go out with faith and joy. With that in mind, knowing what God wants to do in you and through you, I share this blessing with you from Romans chapter 15. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you a spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Christ Jesus so that with one heart and mouth you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Enjoy your bold adventure. One week from this Sunday, in case it has slipped your mind, your name will be called you will process across the platform. You will shake hands with and receive a diploma from Dr. Harold Graves, and you will become a graduate of Nazarene Bible College. We call that gathering commencement, a commencement convocation, a beginning, not an ending. I'm reminded of a passage from one of Shakespeare's great dramas, tragedies, Hamlet, where Polonius, the father, was giving some advice to his son, Laertes, who was getting ready to board a boat to sail to France. And father wanted to give his son some parting words. Actually, Laertes was getting on the boat to go to Paris to get away from his father's advice. But one last try. And he said, and above all else, to thine own self be true, and it must follow as night the day, thou canst not then be false to any man. Authenticity. Ralph Waldo Emerson is credited with these words, what lies behind us 
and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. Authenticity. In 1893, the state of North Carolina adopted a Latin phrase as its state's motto, and many colleges have since adopted it. Esse quam videri. To be rather than to seem to be. Authenticity. My prayer and hope for you is that as you leave us to begin that this spirit of authenticity about yourself and your ministry will be evident as you, as you proceed to find God's will for your ministry in his kingdom at this time. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he shine upon you. May his face shine upon you and may he give you rest and peace enjoy in the days ahead. In a sermon, an excerpt from a sermon that uh, John Wesley preached on the Sermon on the Mount many years ago, it is every holy and heavenly temper in love in, in one, springing from as well as terminating in the love of God as our Father and Redeemer and love of all men for his sake. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after this. This hunger is in the soul, this thirst after the image of God is the strongest of all spiritual appetites when it is once awakened in the heart. Blessed are they who thus hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. They shall be filled with the thing which they long for, even with righteousness and true holiness. As you leave Nazarene Bible College, may you never cease to hunger and thirst after the righteousness of God. And may you indeed be blessed as God fills you with himself. Amen. A favorite author of mine is Henry Nouwen. He writes, one of the most important spiritual disciplines is to develop the knowledge that the years of our lives are years on a mission. Are years on a mission. One of the, one of the unique characteristics of Nazarene Bible College is that each and every person who serves here has a sense of mission. And the students that God brings here 
our students called to a mission. Tonight, you really are just beginning to know what God has in store for you. This we know. He has called you. And you have responded. And as God has called those who have stood before you tonight, and they too have responded to that call, just as the Father has sent us, we send you. And I pray tonight that you will spend the rest of your life on a mission of fulfilling God's call and purpose for your life. Amen? It's my joy tonight to invite you around these altars for a final time of prayer as a student at Nazarene Bible College. So I would ask you to come and kneel around these altars and then I will ask the faculty to come and stand before you and lay their hands upon you. And if you have family members or friends or other students, if you know someone here tonight, we would invite you to come and stand behind them and lay your hands upon them. So graduates, would you come and join us around the altars here? And faculty and staff, would you please come and stand on the inside of uh, these altars? And friends and family, if you would come and stand behind your graduate, your friend. Heavenly Father, Tonight, as faculty and staff and friends and family, we lay hands and bless your chosen ones. They have responded to your call. They have prepared their hearts, minds, and spirit. And now, we send them into the world. I pray, Holy Father, that you will protect them from the evil one. The one that would steal their joy. Cast doubt upon their calling. Detour them from your mission and will for their lives. We pray, Holy Father, that you protect them by the power of your name. We pray tonight that they will have the full measure of our Lord's joy. And that your love may always be in them. Be with their families. 
You know tonight the plans that you have for them and the places that you will take them and the people that they will impact for the cause of Christ. So Father, keep them, keep them in your care. Surround them always with your love and your peace. May they forever know your presence. And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. This we pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I would invite you to stand and join Dr. Lambright as he leads us in the doxology. you. Go in his peace and live in his blessings. God bless you.